I didn't print off anything, but this, this hey, sc- remember when Alan shirtless used to bring a folder? <laughs> he either wouldn't go, he wouldn't say any of it. He had a stack of papers. He brought yeah. paperwork, and he had a stack of papers, and he either wouldn't wouldn't go with any of it, or he'd try to read it off. I don't know which one was worse. I don't know either. <laughs> and then, but but it, or or he'd read like Magpul suing, and, right, guys, right. <laughs> And it wasn't bad stuff. It's just he always done. had great stories. It, it was, was done, yeah, not not well. He just needed oh, a shirt. That's I miss all. that guy's bare chest. Well, we do have an autograph sticker. What we do with his autograph on it? Where? I have one. Oh no! Oh, so by we you meant you? Well, I'm gonna give it away to a listener. That was the plan. Which listener? I haven't decided yet. Oh okay. I listened. That might be like the that might be like the grand prize to when we reach a hundred thousand likes on Facebook. Hundred thousand likes. That would be nice. That would be. That I would, would be give, awesome. I would give all our current listeners a signed sticker if we hit a hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Our current was that? Like, like, yeah, two hundred fifty like, some odd we got now. Two fifty seven. Yeah, we're up to two fifty seven. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Mad cushy props to all our yeah, listeners. Yeah, that's that's virtual high five to everybody. Come on. Oh, this time you don't make the noise. So when I expect it, you don't. <sighs> that's how it works. So for anyone that hasn't liked us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast, or you can head on over to our website, thegunshowpodcast.com. All right, so what do we got going on today, Scott? Speaking of the website, I saw we published another review. We did? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> the Magpul Mo handguards. You just saw that? No, I saw it earlier this week. Oh, yeah, okay. But no, I'm just saying that, hey, we published a review. You should we go did, read yeah. it go if check you it haven't. Out. Okay, no, that's that's all I had. That's good. That's a good show. I all enjoyed right. it. Well, that shouldn't take long to edit. No. That shouldn't at all. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Do you have anything on the The only thing the ducket, I got. The ducket, um, if you will, I guess. Uh, well, we got that listener question, which I want to talk about. But before we get to that, we can get some some news. Well, this isn't really news. It's being reported. So I guess it could be news. Anyways. Uh, Is it being reported by a news agency? Uh, yeah, some of them. Well, yeah. hmm, might be news. But rumors are... That uh, that ATK is trying to buy up uh, the Bushnell company. Uh, Bushnell, who owns other brands we all uh, know and love, like Uncle Mike's and uh, uh, Bole or Bale. How do you say that? The the sunglasses people. And um, I'm not sure. <laughs> really, I don't know. You might have butchered it so bad. I might actually know B-O-L-L-E it. B O L L E with the tilde thing on top of the E. What's it called? Accent? Bolly? (laughs) Bolly? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I think Uh, that might be pretty I own some of those sunglasses. (laughs) I have no idea how to pronounce it. Anywho, uh, and Butler Creek is another one they own, another brand we've all heard of and love. Uh, And there's a couple more in there that I can't think of right now. Uh, But yeah, so that'll be interesting. ATK is a, a giant defensive corporation. Uh, and their sporting arm of that corporation owns things like uh, Federal Cartridge Company and Blackhawk and So Eagle. What, what is ATK, though? What are they? They're a giant uh, defense contractor. Do we, do we know they what ATK, like, ATK stands for? A, nope. 
I know. I don't think I don't. I did till you asked. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back to you. Probably not. No. Yeah. Yeah. It will tonight when you're laying there. You go. Yeah. Ah. I'll be like, oh no. So no ATK. Anything from like you know giant lasers to shoot down satellites to you know armor for tanks and just. They're a giant corporation. They don't hold a whole bunch of stuff, but, but their sporting arm is yeah. more more widely known to they, us. Yeah, they seem to they seem to have a larger uh, civilian presence than someone like Raytheon. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, you know, ATK. You know, with through Federal and Blackhawk, we've all heard of those brands. Uh, Weaver. Uh, we've heard of that one for years and years. That's an old school brand that they bought up not not too long ago. But yeah, ATK has been gobbling up the brand. Now, one thing somebody said on the internet was, uh, pretty soon we're going to be down to two or three gun companies uh, because they'll all be purchased because by of larger all, corporations. Yeah, what? all the gobbling up that they've done. American uh, uh, Freedom Group. Yep, Freedom they, Group's one of them. They they were going around buying a bunch of stuff up yes, for a while. Yes, Freedom And then they sell some of it, though, I thought. No, they... I don't think Freedom Group's split anything off. They were trying to sell themselves. Uh, uh, that's what it was. They put some stuff up for sale, but I don't think they sold anything off. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, Freedom Group was one. Uh, ATK is another. And then the... Because uh, I think we talked about Smith buying them for like a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we put the bid in. Yeah. Yeah, I only came up with 943, but I figured I could, you know, yeah. I could, I I'll could spot make the you the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I still get controlling, right? Yeah, of course, of course, you know, because I made it happen that you that's, could get that. That's what, right. Fifty-seven dollars from me. So oh. <laughs> as, as long as I've got controlling, I'll, uh-huh. I'll throw in. Yeah, but anyway, do you take change? Is it pennies? <laughs> yeah, because I love that is pennies. all that I have. I love is pennies. counting out pennies. I usually weigh them, but in this case. Uh, I'll just take them from you. It's cool. No, please, by all means, weigh them. <laughs> One at a time. So I want to know what each p- different yeah, separate penny weighs. because <laughs> I did not coat them in anything. So just yeah, weigh I them. I don't believe you. Okay. I don't believe you at all. But I heard you have some more news there sitting in front of you. I do. Uh, something about Magpul? It's uh, sitting our here. Our friends at Magpul? In front of, okay. Yeah, you, you do that. Now i got to get the... Is the it on the bottom? Story. I don't know where is it is. Is it really on the bottom? I don't know. Well, it's not on the top. Well, we started with news, but you have the listener question on top. Right, so but why I was going to start that? with other news. Other news. In other news. In, yeah. In other news today. Okay, Scott, I'm trying to talk about Magpul. Come on. <laughs> what about Magpul, Mark? Uh, Magpul is uh, getting a little bit upset at a few of the companies for copying their designs. Uh, specifically, um, uh, Cole Industries, ProMag, uh, Plinker Tactical, and I don't know, maybe a few other smaller ones. But uh, that ProMag, yeah, there's ProMag looks a lot like yeah, ProMag looks like a PMag. <laughs> I'm about to slip into that same thing that I did last show, but uh, I really wish you wouldn't, and, <laughs> and all of our listeners wish you would. No, they're like, hey, where's Where's that awful voice that Martin yeah, does? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but anyway, yeah, they're suing. They're suing a bunch of people right now. Now, some of these magazines for patent infringement. Right. Some of these magazines look an awful lot like a P mag. Like, like you know, I could see. It's got the ribbing. That. Now, some of them not so much. They kind of resemble-ish. So, you know, is this a case of Magpul protecting their brand? Is this a case of these people are just flat off ripping them off? Uh, I don't know. Some of them I'd say yes, for sure. Um, some of the other ones, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, let us know. Go to our Facebook. Tell us what you think about the uh, 
The P-Mag, uh, the Pro-Mag definitely looks like the P-Mag for sure. The Plinker Tactical, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, um, it, it's really hard to tell, and it's kind of hard to find some of these images and maybe even find to buy them in yeah. certain locations. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, Magpul released official press releases, and basically it's just saying that they're um, uh, announced today that it has filed patent infringement lawsuits against four companies for offering for sale, selling, or distributing magazine, magazines for the AR-15 M16 compatible weapons in violation of Magpul's patents. Right, which um, makes sense. Yeah. This is this is an announcement to any any of the other people who are thinking about making a PMAG-ish magazine not to, right? Yeah, I mean that's kind of what it sounds like. Now they're gonna uh, some of these smaller companies may I, I don't even know if they would survive. Right. I mean Pro Mag, they might. They, I assume they that, they kind of they have a good foothold, but yeah, I assume somebody like Pro Mag maybe paid. Well, no, I don't think the price point they can pay Mag pull up. A uh, royalty. I think they just change the design. Now, somebody like ProMag could change their design pretty quickly. Uh, maybe some of the smaller companies um, can be a little bit more nimble to change their design, so they're not violating any any pre- per- perceived perceptions. Perceived perceptions. Wow, that was awful. So they're not violating any uh, you know any proprietary you know, Magpul owned. Rights, but uh, the yeah, because I mean, it says that these patents exemplify the industrial design focus spirit of at Magpul, which drives us to create wow. novel solutions that enhance user experiences with our products. Uh, That's said, a fancy way. Yeah, to say said it. Dwayne Liptak, uh, director of uh, production management and marketing for Magpul Industries. People who use Magpul products have high expectations and a great deal of trust regarding the value, quality, and amount of thought that is put into every design we release. As such, we cannot allow others to mis- misappropriate the patent technologies that helps us generate that consumer confidence and trust. So, Which um, makes me wonder how much of it is stylus, stylism. Well, yeah. St- wow. They go how on, much of it is style and how much of it is you know mechanics of it? Does, I mean, it, it's a feeding platform follower, for an AR-15. Yeah. That's been around you since... Know? So you added a few ribs a long to time. it. You add a few ribs to it. Is it because you added ribs and it's plastic? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's, some it's of the designs say. are proprietary. You know, the follower floor plate, that right. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. They go in, they go a little bit further into saying, you know, the lawsuits are the largest and most significant to date brought on by Magpul and are part of the company's ongoing proactive efforts to combat the unlawful production, distribution, and sale of products that infringe on its valuable intellectual property rights. Yeah. And that's. That's Magpul's uh, press release. Well, that's uh, or part of it. That's not yeah. all of it, but that's a good chunk of it. Yeah, I, I, you know, they definitely have to protect the brand. You know, I can understand it. Like I said, that that some of those some of those magazines you know, obviously are uh, encroaching on their intellectual property. Yeah, because they go along. You know, they go into it. You know, the a, the abstract of patent number eight million or eight. You were gonna. You're really gonna read off the patent oh, number? Yeah. Like our listeners really want to hear you read off the patent number? They might. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, forget it. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna read it. So off. now Give the guy. The you know what? The guy that sits there, knowing all of these, is gonna be so mad at us that we didn't read off his patent number. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I put a lot of time and effort into that. Um, so. No, read it off. By uh, all means. Eight zero six nine six zero one. <laughs> I like it. That's so. The abstract of it is the uh, present invention is an ammunition magazine, preferably made of glass fiber reinforced polymer, utilizing a structurally enhancing ridge 
angular guide rails and a follower made to interface with said guide rails to reduce wobble. Oh, yeah. Preferred, now that makes sense. Yeah, the preferred embodiment also features a protective cover that distributes force from the spring to more structurally sound areas of the magazine, thus redu- reducing feed and splay. And an ammunition indication system comprised of at least one window with noticeable marker on the following spring or the follower spring. So they're they're talking about the dust cover that yeah. was mandatory or else your feed lips would crack. Right, 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 right. Um, that they don't that they don't put on that, that they don't put on there anymore, anymore because <laughs> I guess it's now structurally sound like every other part of the magazine. I would assume. <laughs> uh, the follower and magazine casing are also designed to interface to prevent the follower from popping out of the feed end and the floor plate on the magazine, utilizing a locking plate and sliding relationship between the floor plate locking plate and magazine to secure the floor plate onto the magazine casing. For anyone that's still awake, I have one more sentence. The cover features built-in tools for, among other things, unloading and disassembling the magazine. I like that. That's you got to keep that as a drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So that's kind of a little bit more along the lines of what they're saying, their reasoning sure. for suing. Um, and what and what their intellectual property is according to their their perception. There are a lot of jokes that could be made from that. But I really I, – I enjoy Magpul products, and I understand that they're trying to protect their brand. Yeah. I mean the PMAG has become synonymous with AR-15 yeah. magazines, so they, they just have to go buy it. Yeah. What do you, you got next you for You really us? just kind of let that got, one go. I got nothing. All I right. Just, I just <laughs> – when you read the patent Speaking number. of plastic <laughs> – Speaking of plastic, yes, uh, the nice Marine segment. Corps are uh, purchasing some new helmets along with the Army. Uh, yeah. Have you I heard saw about this? this? Yeah, I did see it. Uh, there's there's a new ballistically superior helmet than the one that I haven't been issued yet. Yeah. Uh, they're, it's made from ultra-high molecular weight polylithylene. You're really going for the... Uh... <laughs> Instead of instead of the uh, the Kevlar, and yeah, this will stop uh, a rifle round point blank. That's what they're saying. So if it's, I, I mean, I'm not sure what this, the weight of a ceramic plate is, but what are, could they replace the the level four chest plates and the yada, yada yada with that? What I have noticed in my research of trying to find the lightest weight, you know. Uh, rifle plate for body armor that that you can get is that none of the compressed um, polyethylene type plates or the hybrid plates were rated for level four rounds, which means they wouldn't stop an armor piercing round or uh, XM193 uh, from a M16 AR15, which means uh, the cheap stuff that everybody's buying, basically. So basically, to get to a level four, you need the ceramic or steel or some sort of hybrid of the two. So there's not really any. So I don't know this helmet if it's rated to stop a rifle round, which rifle round it's rated to stop, first of all, or if it'll stop the XM183. But either way, it's going to be a step up from the handgun rated. Uh, helmets that they have been issuing from my understanding is it's reported that it's capable of stopping rifle rounds at point blank range no and i don't i don't uh i don't disbelieve that i'm just saying it won't stop like it won't be rated level four it won't stop an ap rifle round at close range it won't stop xm193 it'll stop you know uh 855 or 30 cal or you know your standard rifle rounds but 
but yeah, which is hey, the better they can engineer this stuff to stop more stuff, the the better it is for the person wearing it, right? Yeah, I mean the company that does this already manufactures uh, sappy plates. Uh, the company is uh, Ceridine. Yeah, Ceridine is a big armor manufacturer. Okay, so let's. Okay, so what? I'm going to ask you just a sure. question. What's a sappy plate? Uh, it stands for something small arm protective insert. Okay. Uh, it's a rifle plate. It's a hard rifle plate for the issued body armor. So it's usually made of like ceramic. It is ceramic. And they're one hit only. Yeah, they're single hit, uh, but they're rated the new. It's called an e-sappy now, enhanced. Uh, small arm protective okay. insert, and it is it is rated for some serious stuff like you know Russian you know armor piercing sniper rifle rounds. Right. I mean the the stuff that is being used against everyone yes, over there the right stuff now. We're the saying, Russian yeah. armor piercing rounds. It's also rated against you know our own armor piercing rounds. Right. The right. Thirty cal AP and the the two two three AP. Well, the army is looking at getting about two hundred thousand, and the Marine Corps wants to get about thirty nine thousand. Well, that's good. You know, the more the merrier. Like I right. said, I can't wait to see the generation that they're phasing out, you know, issued to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I don't like about this is I don't have one. Uh, no, I want the newer, bestest, lightest weight helmet to, that stops the most stuff that they can issue. You know, you, you, you brought up a, a term, small arms. And I know that that's, that's yes. a very confusing point for, for uh-huh. some people when I interact with them. What is small arms. Well, according to the military, small arms is stuff you can carry around. Anything that you can carry. Space, yeah. Is it anything that you can carry that's like one-man portable aside from rockets and anti-tank weapons and stuff like that? I think the definition technically is anything that is carried and operated by one person, you know, outside of, like you said, rockets and missiles and things like that. So rifles, pistols, even some machine guns are going to be considered small arms. Okay, so it, it can it, all, all of our weapons, you know, our pistols, our rifles, uh, AK-47s, yep. shotguns, most of that stuff, even um, uh, RPKs, that's all going to be considered yep. small arms. Yeah, most of that stuff's going to be considered small arms. So, so some of it kind of bleeds over to the crew serve stuff, which is you know general purpose machine guns that require you know two mid to operate. So whether or not an item is a small arms may depend on that. You know, military or country's definition of okay. it. Okay. Where, it, yeah. It just, uh, you get a lot of people that get confused. So you can have, so anyone out there wondering, you can get anywhere from a handgun up to a machine gun can be classified as small arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even some countries classify the RPGs and some of the anti tank weapons because they're operated by one person as small arms. Whereas you and I probably would, would, you know, classify those as, you know, rockets or missiles, and the ATF classifies it as a destructive device. And not a uh, not a firearm. You said that with so much passion. Destructive, Destructive device. device. It's because I'm so excited about it. That's a two hundred dollar tax stamp for every time you use it. Yay! Uh, there's a few other things going on in the world right now with the firearms. Uh, oh, yeah? Textron Incorporated. Have you ever heard of these guys? Uh, are they one of the people doing the fancy ammo for the army? Uh, yes, they yeah. are working on the LSAT machine gun ammunition. Yes. Yeah, evidently there's a couple of con- companies working on the, the – the basically they're working on a lightweight general purpose machine gun or squad automatic weapon or a combination thereof. And there's two parts of this. There's the rifle itself they're working on, and they're also working on uh, polymer-cased ammunition and or telescoping-cased ammunition 
And polymer case ammunition is just that. Uh, instead of having a metallic uh, cartridge made out of brass or aluminum or steel or what have you, it's made out of polymer, some sort of plastic. And they've come a long way in this, and they're just still doing some research. They haven't come all the way. But I've seen some uh, for commercial sale out there. From what I heard, it didn't work real well, but uh, at, least it, at least they're giving it a try. And then the telescoping ammunition is very interesting because uh, basically it's the the round is down inside the cartridge mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. So when you shoot it, it comes out a little bit before the powder explodes. I'm not sure how they work that or if it works at all, but they're they're trying to make it. And what this is is this just just a way for the soldiers uh, and military members to carry uh, lighter loads, so they're able to carry more ammunition. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. it says that um, the LSAT team previously developed and demonstrated a prototype weapon and amun- ammunition that provides up to 50% reduction, or 20 pounds overall. Wow. 50% reduction is not a joke. I mean, you can either carry twice the ammunition, or you, the ammunition you do carry weighs half as much, and everybody knows that the the lighter the better that's that's yeah, pretty I, significant if it actually functions yeah I, I guess if it's the way it, it, it's read here is it looks like it reduces you know a forty pound load to twenty pounds and it says in weight compared to the current M twenty four machine gun and M eighty eight M eight five five brass cased ammunition carried by infantrymen uh, so basically it, the saw is what they're talking about is, okay yeah so in a saw load it it have it halves the uh, the ammo load. Yeah, I guess it's a That's normally. A, I guess from what it reads, it's normally a forty pound load. That sounds it right. Cuts it down to twenty. Um, its cased uh, telescoped light machine gun LMG prototype has been demonstrated at technology readiness level seven. Wow, that probably means something to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> readiness po- level hey, seven, huh? Listen, guys if, if, and girls, if any of you guys want your owner's manuals to your stereos read online by me. <laughs> That's what I feel like I've how been doing all char- day. How much does that? How much does that charge? How much does that cost? Scott, it costs you a lot of money. I've got thirty-seven five. the one forty. I don't know how much money. If I have. you've got seventy-five cents there, I can go buy a coke and I will do it. <laughs> okay, deal. I'm gonna go get my stereo manual. Yeah, now everyone's gonna be mad at you. What? Well, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right. So. uh I don't know. That sounds exciting. The uh, telescoping ammunition, light-cased ammunition. You have to think about it. It would have to be something that the telescoping ammunition would most likely only work in current platforms that are operated with, like, the disintegrating belt. Belt seed or something like that. Because all the feed ramps, all the feed lips, all the magazines. Yeah. Well, let's ignore the telescoping ammunition and talk about the polymer-cased ammo because – Polymer. The, the main component of our ammunition we're buying now, and the main expense is the brass, right? Right. That's why the steel case stuff and the aluminum cased stuff is cheaper. So now we go to a polymer, and it should be even cheaper, or less expensive or cheaper-er. in manufacturer. Cheaper, er, <laughs> as as Martin would say. So I, I'm kind of excited about lower cost now, ammo. There's been some polymer stuff. On the market for about the past two years, though. It's yeah. like a hybrid. It's like a, this white polymer. Yeah, there's a, there was a blue polymer one, a white polymer one, and a tan polymer. And I think they were all 223. Yeah. Well, and no, I fired – I actually at SHOT Show, I think last year, I fired some uh, 308 or something. Oh, okay. Something so, so they're available in more than one caliber. Yeah, they're getting out there, but it was still expensive. From what I saw, it was high dollar, yeah. and that might be a volume issue. 
and it didn't work real good from what everybody told me. And like you said, if it costs as much as brass case ammo and it's just what's you know good for practicing, yeah, what's the uh, what's the consideration for a civilian shooter who right. doesn't have to worry about the, the the load you know that they're carrying? What about those guns that they tried a while back that the the casing was its actual propellant? Was the propellant? Yeah, it, the yeah, caseless the German, Yeah, the Germans developed uh, a gun called the G11. And they, I think they technically adopted it for their military without actually ever issuing it. And it used caseless ammunition. Uh, and from what I understand, it didn't work real well. So that's why it was pulled in. Um, some people swear it was, you know, conspiracy by NATO to keep Germany from using a non-NATO round. But uh, I think the final thing was that the, the rifle was too complicated and the ammo didn't go bang every time, which is kind of important. Yeah, I heard about the no bang. And then you have to think about the... Um the mechanics that went into that and then reloading Very complicated, you, you, yeah. it wasn't a traditional magazine no 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 it, there was nothing traditional about the rifle whatsoever uh whether that be good or bad it looked like some of those big old rifles from what like aliens and stuff yeah big yeah. old chunk and blocky plasma and, rifle the yeah. 40 watt range type thing yeah sure. something like that it was cool i dig it but you know like i said wasn't ready for prime time uh and that was a that was back in the 80s so evidently they haven't made any better uh Better strides or any further strides towards uh, perfecting that caseless ammo thing. Well, if anybody shot anything interesting or, or cool, you know, get on our Facebook. Let us know if you got pictures. Send them to us. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. Hey, if you're making caseless ammo, let us know about yeah. it. I'd be real interested. Or in the it. polymer. If you you do any of that work, uh, get on Facebook.com/slash/GunShowPodcast. Like us and send us a message. Scott has a real bad thing about not replying to anyone that doesn't like us on Facebook already. I do? Yeah. Okay. And if he asks you, you do not wear fanny packs. Right. Yeah. Well, even if I don't ask you, you do not wear fanny packs. <laughs> See? You live longer that way. <laughs> All right. Well, we. Uh, I think that's really about it. The news, the gun world with the news is kind yeah. of... I think we're. I think what we're, we're going to start seeing now is kind of a shift in the news where we're not going to see so much gun news and accessory news because a lot of people are going to be trying to save that stuff for uh, SHOT Show coming up. Yeah, that's true. We're getting to, we're getting to the, the one where the, the dog days of summer, so to speak, is a lull in the market. And, uh, you know, hunting season's coming up and people are saving stuff for the buildup for that. And like you said, SHOT Show's in January. And I know so, you're trying to go to that. Yeah, the Gun Show podcast will be there for sure. For sure. And I would even be registered if the idiots who are running the SHOT Show registration would fix their website. You really going to cut that? I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. <laughs> the people running the – they're having what, well, issues? Well, the NSSF isn't running the SHOT Show. Let me get that. It is their SHOT Show, but of course they, they hire a – Outside, Much like the government, they contracted out. They contracted out to somebody. And the guys who they contracted out, evidently their website wasn't working, and I couldn't put in my zip code so I could register, and it was making me a little crazy. And so I tried, you know, and I thought, whiny. You're really whiny. I was really whiny about right it, yeah. Now. I tried it on my tablet. That didn't work. So, you know, I pulled out the laptop, which was annoying, and, and tried that, and that didn't work. I don't so I tried really a know. different browser. I don't really that know if work. I have a headache from your whining or from me reading all those stereo manuals. Well, mine is from your stereo manual reading. All right. Okay. Well, that works. <laughs> I'll accept it. Anyway. So we have a listener question. Uh, yes, we do. From? Uh, Matthew. From Matthew. Mad cushy props to Matthew. Virtual high five. 
And see, see, that was so indecisive. I didn't know if you were going to do it or not. I know. I liked why it. I was waiting. I'm there. So, what did Matthew have to say? Uh, he he's a bunch of words, really, and <laughs> formed into sentences and paragraphs. Do you want me to read them in a monotonous tone? Or are you going to? It would that? be really funny if you did, because <laughs> I know that you have a hard time reading anything. Hey, at least I read wow. the stuff. I might, really? I might add like a little bit of music to the background. Really, my, a little bit of soft jazz while I'm reading that stuff from earlier, and you... just fall right asleep. <laughs> That'll be great, actually. Yeah. I do need help sleeping. Um, hey, Mike, get us on the news. <laughs> Man fell asleep today while listening to the Gun Show podcast on the way to work. The soft, soothing jazz music put me to sleep. <laughs> it wasn't the nasally tone of the uh, the host. It was the uh, smooth jazz. Yeah, I go, back, I go back and I change my voice, so I don't even sound like this in real life. No. You, I mean, Scott, no, your you voice sound... is really high-pitched. I have to fix that a lot. <laughs> It's much like your laugh. It's it's. I have a I have a squeaky, very high pitched voice. Yes. Yes. No. And mine is very deep. Sure. You, like, you just keep going with that. Just keep telling yourself that. All right. So anyway, <laughs> Matthew wrote us a few different things. Uh, he wanted to let everyone know about New York's Safe Act, uh, letting us know that it goes to court on August 23rd, and uh, most of New York is hoping that it gets overturned and is as being unconstitutional. Well, it's bad law for sure, and we do hope it gets overturned so our friends in New York uh, don't have to live under this nonsense about the yeah. stupid seven rounds, and, and you know, it's a misdemeanor. If you got eight rounds in a magazine, it's in your house, and it's a felony if you're outside your house. So what about ridiculous. what about if you have seven in the magazine and one in the chamber? Uh, as as I understand it, now I'm not a lawyer, and I did not stay on a Holiday Inn Express last night. But no, as I understand mm-hmm. it, that's perfectly fine. The law is about high capacity magazines, and as they deem them, eight rounds is high capacity. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, as long as there's no there's not more than seven rounds in a magazine, you're okay. Okay, um, so but like you said, so you have seven rounds in the magazine. Okay, right. What if you load? an eighth round into that uh-huh. magazine, chamber it. Uh-huh. So now you have seven in the magazine, one in the chamber. Something happens. Were you, you in the house when you did that? Or were you outside? It, it doesn't matter because no, it's it a misdemeanor or a felony. But hold on a second. <laughs> let, let me just go to this point. What if you get involved in a shootout uh-huh. and then it comes up? Was there ever eight rounds in the magazine? You'd have to say yes. I mean, if you wanted well, to be under oath. Hopefully you get a lawyer and you don't say anything. Well, the lawyer would be like, well, gosh, well, what's the problem here? He was defending This himself. is your lawyer voice? <laughs> I don't know if that's worse than I your I don't really know either. I don't want to know what's going on. I'm tired. <laughs> Obviously. I'm out of it. But no, nah, you're doing fine. The, <laughs> the, the, yeah, I don't, you don't say anything. Don't talk to anybody. If anybody asks you how the eight rounds got in your gun, look at them and say, I don't know, talk to my lawyer. No, um... And that's always good legal advice is uh, shut up. Are you really? Are we doing that? No, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's always good legal advice. And your lawyer will probably tell you if you ask him, shut up. All right. So anyway, (laughs) wish him luck that the New York Safe Act gets overturned in any of our We'll all cross our fingers for you. Yeah. Let's see here. He has some some questions here. He's looking for a pretty inexpensive 
but not dirt cheap 1911 that he can play around with, and he's not looking for all the bells and whistles. Um, oh well, if he hadn't said all the bells and whistles, I'd I'd go with the Taurus. The he Taurus he 1911. Need all the yeah. bells and whistles. I like the Taurus though; it's cheap. Uh, it should be less than 700 bucks, maybe around like that six. price point. I think six. Yeah, closer to six. Uh, and it's got a great trigger. It's got, like you said, it's got some of the bells and whistles. Um, you put some decent magazines with it, and you've actually got a decent range toy for a good price. Um, for a bare bones gun, uh, the Rock Islands are going to be hard to beat. Coming in from the Philippines. What about uh, the Springfield? Can't you get the a, arms corps? You know what? A, a GI Springfield for a it low used to, six used to seventy be. seven hundred. I haven't seen some of the Springfields for sale. They're few and far between. Uh, it's hard to recommend one. The Springfield GI is a good gun. Um, but, you know, if you're just talking a range toy, the Rock Island is probably going to be half that price. And, you know, uh, it's available in several configurations and, and a few different calibers. And probably we, the way to go. Yeah, we shot that Rock Island 10 millimeter and loved it. No issues. Yeah, that one did have all the bells and whistles. But, uh, but yeah, the Rock Island has a real good following as a cheap 1911. And, uh, I'd definitely recommend trying one out uh, for a range toy. Yeah, I know that the, uh, the Taurus and the. I know that the Taurus, I've never really heard too much about the Rock Island, but yeah. I've known the Taurus, uh, it's like 50-50. It's kind of like it runs or it doesn't. The Taurus I shot were good guns. Uh, you know what? Good oh, I'm sorry. That's just any 1911. Well, there you go. Uh, that's the 1911 itself. <laughs> Did you just give yourself a rim shot? <laughs> you should have put that in post. No, too much work. Okay. Yeah. So... So yeah, check those out. Uh, check out the Tori, the Rock Island. If you if you get a Springfield laying around somewhere at your local uh, gun store, check that one out. Uh, the GI is a good uh, one. The mil spec is the GI with some better sights on it. Mm-hmm. And you might find after you pick up the one without the bells and whistles that the sights are horrible. You on might the original want the bells and whistles. Yeah. And that the triggers, eh. The short beaver tail accidentally, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, the Ambi ma- uh, safety. Yeah, I have an extra uh, Extended nice magazine release. The magazine well is nice to have. You uh, know. Yeah, definitely. The magazine well is definitely nice to have. But heck, a 1911 is a 1911. So if you find one you like at a good price, uh, shoot, us, uh, shoot us an email or a message on Facebook and let us know. Yeah. And if you do buy one, take a picture of it. Yeah, take put a picture up, of it. Put it up on it. our uh, Facebook line. Where where would he go if he wanted to post that on our Facebook page, Scott? Oh, our Facebook page. There's a little button right there that says something about posting, and you click on it. It's at uh, www.facebook.com. Facebook.com. Ah, <laughs> I almost had it. I was so close. Slash if I had said the www, I would have got if it. You hadn't it threw me. It if you hadn't me. been trying to be smart about it. I mean a smart ass. You might have been able to pull it together. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to, though. It was a fail. All right. He's got another. He's got a few more. Uh, There's more? Question uh, one, part B. No, plus three. On this one, so part apparently. three of the two-part question, yes. part B, two, Of, of the five-part paragraph, <laughs> one-part question, yeah. two parts love and hope. <laughs> he says, uh, next, uh, the 44 mag round, do you think uh, – which 44 mag round do you think is best for big game hunting? He says he's swaying towards like the Hornady, and uh-huh. I would agree. I like the Hornady. I, you know, I, I like the Hornady. I yeah. like the Hornady. The Levolution loads for are, yeah, yeah, hunting top to bottom. Hornady consistent. They also uh, make pressures. some good match loads too. Yeah, yeah. definitely Hornady. You're not going to go wrong with them. Um, that's one of the things that they pride themselves on is having 
um, consistent I'll, pressures, I and like that's going to be consistent out to those 200, 300-yard yeah. range shots. Yeah, I like the 44 mag. I like the Hornady. Uh, give it give it a try. Tell us what you think. Um, I like the – they've got some bear loads, I think, with uh, some serious XPB bullets, something like that. And uh, you might want to check that out also if that's what you're talking about. If you're talking about, you know, little white tails or deers, the Levolution is probably the way to go uh, with that 44. And that's uh, that's a great round. And uh, like I said, with Hornady, the hunting and the match ammo, is uh, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, I love it. And even their uh, they have match steel. Yes. Uh, very good stuff. Yeah, for the price, if you can find it. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I think that's one of the ones that Hornady announced that they weren't making. I don't know if oh, anybody they saw that. The Hornady came out with an announcement, I want to say last week, that said they were stopping making for now. Stopping production would yeah. be an e- a much more efficient yeah. way of saying Halting, that. Pausing production, I guess. That's more better. efficient. You're gonna go with more efficient. Well, okay, I know I like it. I'm gonna there was pause and stop <laughs> and not run this anymore and produce it out of our manufacturing companies till later off the lines. Right now, for uh, for the foreseeable future of current, temporarily of current of current times. <laughs> uh, there were 150 different loads that Hornady said they weren't gonna make anymore for now, and uh, <laughs> 150. Yeah. Now but there, I think there was a list of. At least that many that they were going to continue to make. So I think it was some more of the more obscure calibers and loads. They were just going to leave by the wayside for now so they can catch up with production and demand. Because everybody knows demand is crazy right now. Still, uh, it's getting better. But, uh, you know, they're still playing catch up with all this stuff. All right. And I don't well, mean the red stuff. Hey, that's, that's actually re- really good information. I didn't even know Hornady was shutting down some of that stuff. Yeah, it would have been better if I'd have remembered that in our news segment. But yeah. hey, let's just go with it. It's all right. It's a like, hey guys, it's got an audible underline under that last moment. So just just think about that. Um, his last part of this paragraph <laughs> is uh, he says, lastly, on a four uh-huh. one two three four the number four to five hundred dollar range the four dollar to five hundred dollar range that's yeah. a big range i think he was expecting me to read it four to five hundred range i think he wanted me to read it four to five hundred dollar budget he thought but, you were gonna read it like a stereo but manual. i'm reading it as <laughs> i really don't want you matthew don't buy a five dollar rifle i mean if you do if you get a deal on a five dollar rifle it, let us know about it maybe yeah. we'll pick some up so he's looking for a nice uh, uh deer or bear rifle in that Four hundred, I believe, to five hundred dollar range. Well, there are some excellent guns out there in that price range. So list off a manufacturer, especially if you stop shop used. But let's start new. Okay. Let's start with new in the four to five hundred dollar range. You should be able to get yeah. no Remington, uh, seven hundred. I'd probably stay away from the seven seventy, but you should be able to get yeah. no Remington seven hundred. And stay away from a seven ten. That too. If you see a seven ten, you will get a heck of a deal on it. Do not buy what's, the seven. What's the new one they just came out with? I'd stay away from that one until yeah. it's more proven. Just stick with that seven hundred. Yeah, seven zero zero. Yeah, so Remington's got them. Uh, you should be able to easily get into a Savage, Savage. model uh, eleven, one eleven, yeah, one ten, all day long. And I love their any triggers. Savage thirty out six. Great triggers. Uh, to go a little bit cheaper, you should be able to get into a Stevens model two hundred, um, which is cheap. Uh, I'd probably stay away from the really cheap guns. The the Ed the Edge and Axis, and those sorts of things. I'd probably stick with the Savage Model 110 or the Remington Model 700. Yeah. 
I'm a little biased, now, but I like the 700. If you go used, you probably get into a nicer model 700, maybe something with some pretty wood. Uh, you yeah, probably or get a, into a, a drop plate yeah. so you can unload yeah. instead of having to. You might be able to get into a Savage with uh, with maybe a, a better stock or you know what have you. Or buy you can maybe you can get a cheaper one and buy a better stock something that. That's fits true. You. you can definitely upgrade. You can definitely upgrade. But the thirty out six should be easy. Um, don't shy away from the Howa uh, in the fifteen hundred model or in the Weatherby Vanguard model. Uh, really solid guns for the money. And they should come in under that $500 mark uh, all day long, uh, new or used. Uh, should be fine. All right. Um, I, I guess that's about it I'd recommend off the top of my head. Um, hey, let us know what you buy. Let us know what you end up taking with that 44 mag. Um, we know that you're going to be using it in your Super Blackhawk. Uh, we do know that? Mm-hmm. That's the next part of his eight-part question, isn't No, it? this is another message. Oh, so this is part two. Scott, why are you giving all of our listeners such a hard time? You I'm do not. this You're all the, the one. You I know, that's me. <laughs> you started it. Why are you picking on me? Yeah. You gonna read off the question? <laughs> no, that was it. It wasn't another question. It was just a statement. He's gonna shoot it out of his super yeah. black hawk. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, how about a picture? Yes. Take a picture of the super black hawk. Put it on our Facebook page. Yes, do that. I'll push the like button as soon as I see it. Unless you've already pushed it. Yeah, I was going to say, what if I do it first? Well, then I'll I'll probably push it and realize you had already pushed it, and the blue turned to the gray, and I'll be like, oh, crap. Um, and I'll like push it again. it again, and it'll be blue again. Yeah. I Yeah, or just <laughs> make a comment. Say, hey, this is Scott, and I like your gun. I could do that. Yeah. That's so, a good idea. Scott, what are you doing oh. this weekend? Oh, no, ooh. You said, ooh, you got excited about something. Yeah, no, I just thought of something. We were talking about Matthew, and I, he was talking about Mad the New Cushy York props safe. to Matthew, right? Mad, yeah, and I yeah. gave him a yeah. first high five, and then promptly forgot his name yes. because that's the kind of guy I am. But he was talking about the New York Safe Act, and he mentioned the 1911, which would be a good gun in New York with the New York Safe Act. Right. Safe Act. He mentioned the bolt action and the Blackhawk, all good guns to own there. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, what kind of guns would you and I – what kind of guns would we own that we don't own now, and what would we own now that we couldn't own if we lived someplace like New York with the Safe Act? Or and now the Safe Act, I can still have like a ten round magazine. I just can't overload it, right? Well, you could have a ten round mag, uh, but I can only but you can only seven. put seven rounds in it. So maybe that'd change your choices in concealed carry, or maybe that would change your choices in your trunk gun, and maybe that would change you know a lot of different things. Um, I think well, you couldn't own an AR-15, right? Because I think they've they've pretty much banned those. You can't own an AR-15 because I believe it should be illegal to uh, to to put in less than ten rounds into that. Oh, wow! I didn't know where you were going. You scared me for a second there. We've had some moments on this podcast in the past where uh, you scared me there. I was having flashbacks. Uh, no, yeah, it should be illegal to put less than 10 rounds in an AR-15. But uh, let's say it's illegal to put 10 rounds in an AR-15. What would I carry? Yeah, what, uh, what, what about a lever gun? You know, I, I think like the idea of a tactical lever gun. Oh. No. I would carry seven links. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that No, works. dang it. What about your concealed carry choice? Instead of a Glock 19, no, would you it, go with something different? No, it would be a Glock 19. You'd still go with a Glock 19 with seven rounds 19. in it, huh? Yeah. I think I would be more tempted to go with uh, a single stack something or the other. 
Maybe, but I I don't know. Most, like maybe a car? It's just some of that stuff is yeah. just too skinny, too too thin for your yeah, taste. Yeah, it just doesn't. I can see that. I, yeah. I don't yeah. like it. I I mean, I recently broke my finger and I've been having a hard time. Yeah. Because the the picking your nose. Yeah. Well, besides that, I'm, well, the pinky is used for that mainly, but it wasn't the <laughs> pinky. Uh, anyway. The it, it's hard because it, the smaller or thinner the grip is, the right. more that f- that finger has to try to bend around it, uh, and the more pain that it yeah, causes. Yeah, so yeah. I would if I I would stick with the 19. Really? Still? I might be tempted to, uh, like I said, the car would be tempting as a concealed carry gun. Um, I don't know what else. The a revolver might be tempting if you're stuck with seven plus one, right? There's some seven shot, you know. 38 caliber 357 revolvers out there that would be you know a joy to carry i guess the reload would be longer um you what guess about a, what about a trunk gun you guess yeah i guess because i think jerry micklet could do it just fine well he could but i'm no jerry yeah that's true <laughs> what about a trunk gun uh ar-15's out uh, ak-47's out uh shotgun yeah yeah pump action shotgun yeah. Still it, a versatile if gun. If it's even legal to own one, though. <laughs> assuming that you can own a pump-action shotgun, there. Well, assuming that they don't take, um, like, say you load it with like buckshot, and it's got eight. Oh, the pellets! Yeah, it's got, you got to take a pellet out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that qualifies, but uh, they might go that far. You never know, you right? Never know. Who you knows? Know. Well, it looks like he was shot eight times. <laughs> I've always liked the idea, uh, besides a shotgun, uh, like I said, a tactical lever gun, maybe a 30-30 or Mm -hmm. a 44 Magnum, Mm -hmm. uh, as we said before, Uh, maybe even a 357 Magnum. You know, you can get some really great loads in 357. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, it'd be fun. You could put an aim point on it. It'd be fun to cycle it. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. It would be like a throwback to like the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. You could put the little lever cover on the end of the... Man. I, I should have been a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, you should have been. And uh, we wouldn't be listening to you read off stereo manuals. Yeah. Now, now, here's an interesting dichotomy. If you were stuck in California with the uh, the same laws that apply to the Californians, you could still have your AR-15. You just have to put a bullet button on it. Uh, yes. Or you and if you to, had your old mag, you have to weld your mag to the lower one, <laughs> one of the two. I recommend the bullet button. Yeah. Over the weld. Now, what else do you have to do? You have to take something out. You have to like cut your gas tube nope, so it's a it. single shot. Nope. No, you can do single shot, right? Where you rack it every time uh, and load. Yeah, more there's rounds been some weird, weird stuff. Like there's been some pump action. So if you AR-15s if you put on and, a gas yeah. block that closes it and doesn't allow it to cycle. That's a good question. Does that Boom. count? Or is it still a semi-automatic gun? I don't know. That's weird. But would you now, say, here's okay, the weird thing. It won't cycle. It's not a blowback operation. Now, here's the weird thing. The weird in thing California, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> in California, if you have a 22 caliber AR, the whole assault weapons thing doesn't apply. Now, they uh, still have 10-round mag limitations. So, you know, your 22 caliber AR-15? Yes. Just like it is with 10-round mags in it. Perfectly legal in California. Wait, no, no, you mean, but you're referencing 22 long rifle right. cartridge. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. you keep saying 22 caliber, which would be the 223. Yeah, that's true. They're both 22 caliber. Yes. So, Let me rephrase. If it's chambered in a non-center fire cartridge, if it's chambered in a rimfire like 22 long rifle, mm-hmm. then it doesn't apply. Now, here's the weird thing. Uh, according to the, uh, the internets, as I understand it, in California, if I take my rifle with my 
22 long rifle conversion kit, my AR-15 and 5.56 with my 22 long rifle conversion kit installed, none of the assault weapon rules apply. I take that 22 kit out, I put in the standard bolt, the assault weapon rules apply. Now I need a bullet button or to take off, you know, the the evil features, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. So, but like I said, in California. You still own your AR-15. You just got to put a bullet button on it. So I don't know what would be the big difference. Now, your concealed carry gun would have to be on the DOJ roster there in California, as I understand it, to that they'll allow you to own it. Scott, what are you up to this weekend? I plan to go shooting Sunday. Okay. What are you going to shoot? Guns. Targets. Ah, oh. Bullets mm-hmm. at targets. Ah. What are your tar- <laughs> What are your targets? I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to a new place. Uh... <laughs> where they won't recognize you? <laughs> exactly. Where I haven't been thrown out before. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going with a buddy maybe, to a new place. They just won't recognize he, your face. He recommends it, so I thought I'd go out there. Um, I forget what the place is called. <laughs> TD. T- I got nothing. Don't remember what it's called. Going to go there. Uh, tell you what, I'll report on it uh, next week when I get back. I want, and I'll even write down the name. I, want so some, I, remember. I bet you people want some pictures, too. They should go take something. That'd be awesome. I'd love some pictures. Hey, if you're not busy Sunday, come on down to uh, the range I'm at and take some pictures of me. (laughs) 